When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, I'm Jake Brennan, and I want to tell you about Disgraceland, the award-winning music and true crime podcast that I host. Disgraceland tells the stories of musicians getting away with murder and behaving very badly. Fleetwood Mac, Nipsey Hussle, Cardi B, Ozzy Osbourne, Taylor Swift, Tupac, The Beatles, Amy Winehouse, Jay-Z, The Grateful Dead, and so many more. This is not the music history you've heard before. This is an uncensored, immersive look at the lives of musical icons as seen through the crimes they've committed or that have been perpetrated against them. Did Jerry Lee Lewis murder his fifth wife? What really happened to Sam Cooke in that seedy motel at 3 a.m.? And how did the Rolling Stones wind up sleeping with the First Lady? Wait, what? New episodes of Disgraceland drop every Tuesday with bonus episodes released on Mondays and Thursdays. So get in, buckle up, and join me in Disgraceland. Available right now, wherever you get your podcasts. rock roll Hi, this is Lowell Tolhurst, co-founder of The Cure. And this is Budgie, co-founder of The Creatures, drummer with The Slits, and Susie and the Banshees. Welcome to Curious Creatures. Life after punk. You may think you know the territory, but we drew the map. Good evening, good evening. Good evening, good evening. Why have I got two voices in my uh, head tonight, lol? Uh, I don't know. Neither do I. Okay, let's uh, eyes down, look in. It's time for Curious Questions. We haven't done that for a while. So, it's Budgie in Berlin and... Yeah, and, and me, Lol, in uh, Los Angeles. I'm sorry, I was looking at the questions. So, uh, well, thanks for sending the questions in again. Uh, it feels like a long time since we've done this. Yeah. So, this question is for both of us, and this is from the aptly named, because there's a picture that goes with them, Philly Peroxide. Philly right? Peroxide. I know yeah. that name. Yeah, I think you do, because... Hello, yeah. Lol and Budgie. That's a good start. Um, yeah. I adore, I draw, I adore curious creatures. It's fantastic to hear so many wonderful stories about my two of my favorite bands, as well as hear you get to chat with so many amazing musicians and guests. Budgie, yes, this is for you. This one, I'm, I'm here. You are my longtime hero. I had the pleasure of meeting you and seeing you drum twice for John Grant with my dear friend and bandmate, Scary Lady Sarah. Ah, Every time we go on tour, 
we have a ritual of listening to some of our all-time favorite albums in the van, which always includes Juju. Yeah. So my question for both of you is, did the Banshees and the Cure have albums that were in regular rotation while on the tour bus? Thank you for all the years of music, and I hope to see you both in Chicago when your new books are released next year. Ooh, that's a plural. Books. Yes, books. Books. Yeah, <laughs> we know. Well, you've got a book, right? Oh, and there's a picture. Oh, there is a picture. You can't see this. I'll just describe it for our listeners. Yes. There's a picture at the bottom um, of? Of, of you and Philly Peroxide. And, um, Scary Lady Sarah. I don't know if it's scary. I think it's Philly Peroxide. I, mean, I don't think it's the Scary Lady Sarah doesn't seem to be in this picture. Okay. There seems to be Philly Peroxide, but you're somewhere with John Grant. You've got a nice black jacket on with a little um, badge or button, yeah. as they would call little it. Little button. And, yes, yes, yeah, yes. And, and he's wearing a t shirt with a big star on the front, like a sort mm. of black star type of thing. And, and he's looking very happy to be um, standing there with you, and, and you're, you're looking. You're just you're looking like you look. You know. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, you know, yeah, thanks, uh, Philly. Philly, really? uh, I, 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 of course, I remember uh, because um, we go back a while um, to Creatures days, actually. Um, oh wow! Okay, when the Creatures were touring during the Creatures' uh, last bits of touring, really, not the last leg, but whenever I, I got to meet a lot more people uh, after, you know post banshees really um on tour there's just more time really I, or i spent a lot of time at the venue you know getting yeah. things sorted out because there was nobody else around it was like pretty much just me it? and right. whoever crew i could muster um but when we got to chicago um there was a place called the flotation center and this is one of those salt tank things where you float in uh what's it called sensory deprivation or oh yeah i like those i've been in a few i got a place near me i go so philly's partner in crime there in the band uh scary lady sarah a lot of you will know uh, her in her dj role um because that's where she was doing a lot of traveling and very kindly uh inviting me down there to the the fully equipped and i'd never tried it before it was it's pretty um it's pretty fun isn't it yeah 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 so um it was good to kind of like find that place to switch off and it became a regular thing when whenever you know because i'd changed my ways a little bit you know when i hit chicago i used to hit it hard and then <laughs> i find a, an easier softer way lol <laughs> yeah yeah and we tried and there is no easier softer way right but you know that's right we know uh, as long as yeah. I, you know, the, like it wasn't trying to bang the the bar door open. What do you mean you're closed? <laughs> yeah. So those that know will know yes. what we're talking about. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so thank you, and and you know, and, and one more little thank you right now is that John Grant touring with John Grant put me in places and venues and and cities uh, where I met up with a lot of old friends, and because I wasn't, you know running the show and um you know having to get everything spend some time hanging out exactly so hey that's how we got together lol you know that's Uh, good so he he was asking about um 
Did we have any regular albums that we would play on the tour? <laughs> it's, it's, it's true. I hadn't forgotten the question, but I was just oh, enjoying okay. I was just trying to steer you back to that. You know. Hey, okay. Yeah. Lol is like the pilot coming into Liverpool Harbour, you know. Yeah. It's like that little little tugboat. It puts a big rope out. I grab a hold of you. <laughs> Come on, you big guy. Okay. I feel like the little tugboat. If we go right back to, to the first Banshees thing, I remember... I remember us playing a lot of psychedelic furs. Okay. One track in particular was India. Oh, right. With uh, with Richard doing this, you know, India. India. Yeah. Oh. And it was always tracks that kind of you could home in on and it would like take you into the mood of the gig, you know, because you never, it was, we used to, it was, that was a nice thing then. We, we, we wouldn't like, it wouldn't be like an individual arrival thing that came. We never really got to that anyway. But there was certainly a kind of a camaraderie thing going on. We had this big American Dodge Ram bus, or right. people carrier, I suppose you call it now. Yeah. yeah. And um, it was uh, driven by Mr. Murphy, Big Mick Murphy. Big Mick yeah. Murphy. Yeah. Um, and it's like the, old, the first American big van we'd ever seen i think and anyway yeah. um so that was it and a great sound system so yeah we had that blasting out and um mr severin used to have these uh little um like boxes of cassettes you know and so as a lot of his his archive came and so there would be where else would be a regular there would be bowie would be a regular yeah. I'm trying to think in terms of, you know, Wire would be a regular. Yeah. Depend depend on who was listening. You know, right. later we have like, you know, crazy bus parties where like when Nine Inch Nails came out with Pretty Hate Machine. That was just because it was like a, a good lunatic album, you know, to right. put on po post gig, that was be. Right. So, so post gig, you want to kind of keep it all kind of, you know, where, where, where you just left off. And yeah. just uh, well, like, you want to so, keep raging, as they yeah, say. Yeah, a little bit. Little bit of rage, a little bit of rage, mate. And then, um, and then something to kind of mellow you down. We did play yeah. also. We we back in Juju days. Yeah, we we were touring with uh, Linton Quezzy Johnson, right? Po poet, dub poet extraordinaire from Brixton. Yes, yes, I would like that. And the doc doctor, Doctor John Cooper Clark. I, who I saw on on uh, a, a, a move a film a couple of days ago, talking about um, polystyrene, but that's another. Ah, if you if you were from Liverpool, that would be film. Have you seen a good film like? Hey, eh? yeah. have you seen a good film like lately? Lately, yeah. like. Lately. Uh, yeah. uh, anyway, like for all our Liverpool guests, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we'd have like we loved Forces of Victory. I remember that that was on heavy rotation. Yeah. Well, that's a good that's a good album. I like that. That was the album that Dennis Bavell was working on at the same time as he was working on the Slits Cut. Wow. Yeah, it was a good one. Especially we're gonna smash the brains in, ching 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 ching, cause they ain't got nothing in them. That yeah, so it's because we were doing a lot of gigs like Hamill Hempstead and Croydon, and it was heavy. Yeah, all those satellite towns of of London are always like that. 
Yeah, a bit dodgy. There'd be the contingent in the audience that just came to make trouble. And so it wasn't like we were going in with like, you know, in fight mode, but we were like, yeah. we, were, we were ready for like taking no, uh, giving yeah. them no leeway. And yeah. Miss Susie uh, had her own way of dealing with them, you know. Yes, um, yes, with the whipping of the mic stand and the stamping of fingers, yes, I remember, yeah. And then we got a little more subtle, a bit more subtle about it. We used to position guys, not big heavy guys, but guys who were quick, you know, right. and nimble. And uh, they'd just kind of sneak up, like sidle up behind where the trouble was being caused and just whisper in their ear with the right kind of voice, ear. Yeah. Cut it out, or you're out, mate. And then, if if they were answered with, "Oh, sorry, Gov, I'll be leaving now," then, (laughs) and it was fine. And if they just grunted, you knew it was yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, Mister Murphy, the aforementioned Mister Murphy, yeah, him and his uh, baseball bat. Well, yes, I wasn't going to mention the baseball bat, but oh, that featured heavily in my. Meeting of Mr. Murphy the first time. I think all you had to do was see Mr. Murphy with baseball bat, and you could be... Stop. You'd yeah, stop. you just go. you just turn around and go like, hey, not me. <laughs> I don't want any trouble. Yeah, you stop. <laughs> so, yeah. about The Cure, what, what, what was your oh, uh, what we listen to? Well, <sighs> Simon had a fixation for many a moon with Kate Bush. So we had to listen to a lot of Kate Bush at one point. Now you can um, see why that wouldn't go down well on our bus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that would be difficult. Wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Nothing against Kate, but something similarly going on, you know, no, you can't do that. And, um, we had every night on tour would decide like one of our rooms would be designated as, you know, the club. Right, so we would the have club, you know, yeah. club Tolhurst or Club Smith or Club Gallop, whatever, right? So when we had Club Smith, Bob had a box of cassettes. Like you remember those sort of like those those vinyl-y boxes that were sort of flat and red, and it had all his favourite stuff on from whenever, and he had a little boomboxy thing, and we'd have to listen to Evelyn Champagne King. And then, um, which Kate Bush album was it? Oh, Hounds of Love, probably. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. probably, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then Simon would wander around saying, saying little phrases from it, like you know, "Hello, old lady," and things, just sort of non sequiturs, like in the middle of the night. So, you know, he, um, I think, it's actually probably better. Than probably what he listens at the moment. I think he's. I think he's gone very metal and listens to the Maiden a lot. So I did not. Yeah, not Maiden. Wow. Yeah. We never. No. We we might in jest have played. Bring your daughters to the slaughter. Is that that's really a song they made? Bring your daughter. Bring your daughter to the slaughter. Something like that. Anyway. Oh my God. Well, yeah, you see, yeah. yeah, you can tell I've been listening to the darkness as well, can't you? <laughs> yeah, I think I might. Um... Listen, and of course, we had no option but to be listening to Motorhead. Can I say one more? Because Mr. Murphy, who I've talked way too much about already, if if we didn't have like ACDC, there would be a big vein would stand up in the front of his forehead, and that meant trouble. So we appease Mr. Murphy's central 
uh, a- a- angry forehead vein with ACDC. Uh, and about that time, it would be basically that what they call it, the Black Album. Uh, I, say, I don't know. You had to keep the crew happy sometimes as well. Back in Black. Uh, something That's like that. it. Yeah, that's uh, the one. So this one is from Anthony Rue. R-U-E, like... Oh, like street. Like street, en français. And Donny Roux. Okay. He says, Dear Curious Creatures, can we please have an episode based on Brudge's brilliant vocalizations of famous drum breaks and riffs? Was that Brudgy? Brudgy? Oh, to hear him take on Gene Krupa doing Sing, Sing, Sing. I'm sure his take on any of Lee Scratch Perry's Black Art productions would be aces. I imagine... Budge's catalogue is deep. Ooh. Curious Creatures Picks the Hits, please. From Anthony Rue, Gainesville, Florida. Are we talking like mouth percussion here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when you sing stuff, you you, you do it a lot. That's um that's Gypsy Eyes from Jimi Hendrix, which was um, assimilated into uh, um, um, Mad-Eyed Screamer by the creatures. All right. And also there's another song, Black Betty. I mean, a lot of bands. Yeah. Uh, Bronyar Stump, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. 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 Let's see. I, oh, my! one of my favorites. I can't even play it, though. Oh, I can't, I can't even sing it. Now, if I was uh, like you know talking to Talvin Singh, he would be you know picking up on that and kind of working it out, and then wishing he hadn't. Right. Uh, but it's it's it is the uh, the vocal tradition of the tradition of ha- uh, handy passing on uh, beats. That was um. That by the way, that was uh, uh, Fireball by Deep Purple. Oh, I loved that song when I when I was a teenager. That was that was one of my. No, that's, uh, I'm thinking of um, Highway Star. Uh, yeah, that's that kind of tick, 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 tick. Um, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. Gibbadap, giggy boom. Yeah, that's a good one. Da da da, giggy boom. I like I'm not going to tell you what that one is. It's too embarrassing. I know that. That's Bowie. Yes, Young Americans. Yay. See? The language of the drummer. Yeah, we can do it. <laughs> Sometimes we just talk to each other like that. We don't say the actual words. Oh, get this one. Get this one. Drep bum, tsh bum, drep bum, drep bum, drep bum, drep bum, ow, 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 drep bum, drep bum, ow, 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 bow, all oh, right, so it's a T-Rex song, right? Jeepster. Jeepster, man. Curious Creatures is created and presented by Lol Tolhurst and Budgie. Producer, Joe Wong. Producer and audio designer, Dan Didier. Executive producer, Mark Cates. Associate producer, Sophie Wilde. Digital marketing, 
Margie Taylor. Art and logo design, Justin Thomas K. Music production, Jack Knife Lee. Curious Creatures is on the web, and you can access us at www.curiouscreaturespodcast.com. And you can reach us on Instagram and Facebook at Curious Creatures Official, Twitter at Cure Creatures. To find more of the best music podcasts, visit doubleelvis.com or follow at doubleelvis on Instagram or at doubleelvis on Twitter. Curious Creatures is a production of LXB LLC 2023.